0: Recording. Oh no. Oh yes.
1: Oh yeah. Says the Kool-Aid man. This is a pretty good beer.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's stouty. Yeah.
1: As it warms you get more of the peanut butter.
0: Yeah maybe we shouldn't have done frosted yeah. glasses. I'm all right with it. I'm kind of a beer noob. Yeah it's all good.
1: So what'd you think of the first episode? I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it went well. Um, I actually a couple friends of mine um, out in Oklahoma that we've you know, we've had conversations about anxiety, depression, stuff like that. I was like, please check it out and let me know. And they haven't gotten back to me yet. <laughs> I was like, at the risk of sounding like a total millennial, will you check out my podcast? Fucking millennial. That's right. Oh, that was a good vape. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I tell you, man. These these millennials with their craft beers and their vaping. And
0: their electronic cigarettes. That's
1: right. Yeah. I, I
0: like it though. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't it's, mind it. It's way better than smoking. I, I was gonna say to, there, there, there are way more obnoxious habits to have. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I went to I went to um, the Stone Shiver show, mm-hmm. and my vape died like right at the beginning of the show. And I'm in an, I'm in like a crowded yeah. club. Oh yeah. And I'm just like the whole time. <laughs> so. So, um, me and Garrett Garrett wanted to have the smoke, and he had a fresh pack of cigarettes. And I was just like, "Garrett, can I like bum cigarettes off you the whole night?" <laughs> <laughs> he
1: should be he should be used to that. I used to bum cigarettes off him every once in a while when nice. we when we'd be hanging out playing D yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, anD D. Yeah.
0: So and I like, don't
1: I don't smoke, but I'd be like, "Hey, Garrett, I am exa- gonna bum a cigarette just exactly, because." Yeah,
0: yeah, it's 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 a good, it's nice. Yeah, it's, I mean, of course, I don't want to sit there and smoke cigarettes all the time, but um, yeah, I was. I was, I smoked, like, I chain-smoked three, like, <laughs> right at, the, like, the very first time we went out, and I was just like, oh, that's good, and, you know, remembering the good old days. Yeah. And then, let me try the, I'm going to turn the gains down here a little bit. Okay. Okay. Uh, is that yeah. better? Yeah. Does that sound? Yeah. Tighter? Maybe. Tight, a like bit. a tiger? And then I'll turn. Turn down for what?
1: Okay. So sorry when about... When two white guys try and... Yeah, really. <laughs> Drinks and, more beer now. Try and try and mouth out hip-hop beats.
0: Oh. So anyway... Yeah. Um, so the next day, I was just like... My throat was all torn up because my, ale- my allergies are terrible. And right. And then smoking cigarettes is just a lot harsher than vaping. And so it
1: was a like uh, oh, yeah. for like three days. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, the Saturday of the, like the weekend after St. Patrick's day, we went up to Turlock uh-huh. and I, I don't, I don't smoke. I'm just, I'm not a smoker. And yeah. I had actually said, you know, like I, I, I used to be the type where every once in a while I'd have like a cigar if I was drinking one night or something like that. Yeah. And I flat out, I said like a couple years ago, I was like, I'm not having any more cigars when I drink, blah, blah, blah. Somebody offered me a cigar and I accepted it. And I was dealing with that for like two and a half days afterward. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just like.
0: <sighs> yeah, it's it's rough when yeah. you have, when you're lightweight or when you don't do it all the time. Right, right. You know, it's just. <sighs> yeah. 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 It's been a long time
1: since we've recorded. That's all right because we just released the first <laughs> episode true, not yeah. that long ago. So and that
0: was that's that was my bad. I I'd, I'd been meaning to edit it for weeks and yeah. then I just kind of never did.
1: Yeah, I, like I said, it's you know this is not something to worry about because you know we're just gonna put them out when we get them out. That's right. Yeah, that's right.
0: Oh, let's do an intro. Okay. Let's let's try to like figure out a, a way to intro okay. this show every time. Maybe.
1: Alrighty. Possibly. What mood do we want to go with? Just, I don't know. just straight, just straightforward. Not down, not too high, not anything. I don't know. We could try for the NPR. NPR. Wait. Uh, hey everybody, and uh, welcome to the Downer Cast. Yeah, welcome. I am Brian. And I am Jason. And uh, we hope you all are having a lovely evening. Yes. Tonight, we are
0: discussing anxiety and. <laughs> okay, <I> can't keep. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Downercast. Yes. All right. I'm Jason. I'm Brian. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we just introduced ourselves twice, but whatever.
1: Hey, I'm all right with that. Yeah. I went first the first time, then you went first the second time. That's true. So, Thanks, Captain Obvious. So, yeah. I like to t- <laughs> I like to say things that are obvious. It makes me feel better. Um how so was uh, your several weeks since several I've weeks seen you. um it's it's you know ups and downs as yeah. we've talked it's about before roller coaster. yeah it's been it's been a bit of one yeah. um uh, a lot going on um and yet at the same time a lot of things stay in the same uh, getting ready for Shrek the musical we open in like less than three weeks Dang. um but the really weird thing about it is that um I'm playing Lord Farquaad, and even though I'm considered one of the main characters I'm only in about a third of the play. Mm-hmm. And there's such a huge cast and so much going on that, like, there were a couple weeks where, like, I only had to be there for like an hour out of the entire week. That's awesome. Of like three, three hour, like, three nights of three hour rehearsals. So nine hours. I only had to be there for like an hour. But it's really weird, though, because we're getting like, we're getting this close to the show and I feel like I don't really have much of a feel for it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I haven't I, been there. I can see that. Yeah. 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 And
1: so, like, I'm like, well, I know my stuff. But I don't know what anybody else is doing or anything, so it's, it's all going to be new to me when we get together this week to run through Act 1, finally. So, Well, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a little bit nervous, so um, yeah, that's pretty much, how about you? Uh, yeah, I've, been, I've had a pretty
0: shitty couple of weeks. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, oh, just, um, I've been alone a lot. Because like, oh. we haven't been recording for for that movie podcast either. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to record uh, yesterday, and it did, it just fell through. Yeah, and so I've just been alone a lot, and yeah. like with my wife working and stuff, it's just been like it's not a good place for me to be. You yeah, know? just like I've always been at my worst when I'm like by myself because I don't have anything to like distract me from all the terrible things that go on in my head. Yeah, and so yeah, so it's just it's been rough, and then I've been I've been with the kids a lot, which is great and uh, and then at the same time it's like I have all this pressure on me mm-hmm. and then it's then it gets bad <laughs> you know? yeah no I,
1: I I know how that is uh, uh Jason's wife works what would be considered an evening shift but you know she doesn't get home until late and my wife works nights and so no I definitely understand that where once the kids are in bed the wife's not there you're just kind of hanging out watching tv and you're just kind of like thinking Ugh. about stuff and you're yeah. like oh wow yep
0: yep <laughs> and then um yeah, I mean, I don't know. But uh, things have been I mean, there there's definitely been some ups inside the downs, you know. Yeah and stuff like that. Um we had my daughter's birthday. That yeah. was fun.
1: Yeah. Um I, I I still am sad and yet not sad that I didn't bring my sick daughter over yeah, for really. it. Um yeah. <laughs> Well it's a one year old's
0: birthday party, it's yeah. not, you know, like yeah. the end of the world if yeah. you didn't show up. Yeah. Um we had way too many people over here. That was <laughs> Oh, it was, it it was, it was fun though. I mean, it was, it was cool to see Gwen was super excited and she, she really, she has like her favorite people. And so she was just bouncing back and forth between all these different people and she's all excited. So that was cool. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just other than, you know, like I said, just kind of a shitty, shitty couple of weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been, it's been real up and down at my work and stuff like that. Like I had a deal. um, I was sick you know, Wednesday through Friday of this week. And my boss, uh, asked me on Friday if I could go out and just do this small thing for work. Uh-huh. And so I went out and I did it and he was super appreciative. And I just, it was like, Oh man, I was like, I feel really appreciated at my job. And this is awesome. And then the boss's wife text messaged me like an hour later and was like, Hey, this customer's really upset with you for blah, 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 blah oh and she was just like and i was like i'm homesick and you're berating me via text message right now i was like so i went it was just it was just like i went from being feeling very super appreciated and just really awesome to i'm a piece of crap yeah
0: (laughs) that's a terrible thing yeah yeah so it's so funny how like one little thing can just
1: like bring you down Mm -hmm. yeah um oh by the way um A little interesting little thing. Thank you to Facebook Memories for this. Today is actually, uh, you remember me talking about my lowest point. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I'm in a bit of a funk today because on my Facebook memories it came up that six years ago today was my lowest point point. and oh, if you fun. guys if you guys listen to the first episode you will remember that it was at a wedding reception uh, for a couple friends of mine and um, the status that I had posted on Facebook at 445 which was it was pretty early on in the reception before everybody, And the alcohol really got to me, and I really started thinking about stuff. At 4.45, I posted, wow, I'm at the best wedding reception ever. (laughs) (laughs) And little did I know. It's good to have some perspective on it. Yeah, no, I guess it was one of those, like, I was looking, I was like, best wedding reception ever. And I looked, and I was like, oh, that's because it was earlier in the night. (laughs) Oh, you're okay, you're okay. But, yeah, no, so yeah, I went from 4.45 being the best wedding reception ever to probably, I think it was around midnight out in the vineyards crying, wanting to end it all. I just, yeah. that's, that's the, uh, that's the, the joy sarcasm <laughs> of, uh, anxiety and depression. Yeah.
0: The joy of opposite joy. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that joke didn't land. Yeah. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, so first episode, I've heard some pretty good, uh, comments and whatnot. Actually. Yeah. Let me look
1: and see, uh, just like the shout out portion. To the folks that were were nice to well, us. Well,
0: um, actually, my good friend Sean Faust gave mm-hmm. me some good feedback via text message. Um, cool. I,
1: I saw his I saw his tweets. Some of the things that he said about about this. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> Jason must shop <laughs> must at shop Spatula at City. City. <laughs> Which, for those of you that have not seen UHF, you need to watch UHF, and you will understand that joke. <laughs> Because Jason, I Jason so in the first hard. episode dropped a spatula, picked up another spatula, dropped that spatula, picked up another spatula. <laughs> Man, where
0: is it? He
1: was, uh, I text him a lot, apparently. Oh, okay. Oh, crap. I can't wait to get that guy out here.
0: Yeah, well, uh, you know what's funny? Okay, he's from New Jersey. Right. And he wants to come over here, like, in the middle of the dead heat of summer. Poor guy. And it's just like, he's gonna. he's in for a rude awakening uh-huh. when he
1: comes over here. He's can't. gonna be just walking around. I was gonna as a say he's, he's not gonna be able to wear his long pants and long shirt and no. his bandana and all that out no. here. I bet you,
0: <laughs> I bet you, he doesn't even own shorts. That would be hilarious if he just comes out here and he's just like, I, I th- need to buy. I think I've seen pictures. Wardrobe.
1: I think I might have seen pictures of him wearing shorts, but I think uh, they were longer shorts. Well, as I've they seen were. him wearing other things. Oh well, well, all right. No, no, I'm just kidding. Apparently, um, apparently, you know, Skype is, uh, you know, that's right. <laughs>
0: Um, I do have,
1: <clears throat> damn, my allergies have just kicked in right now. I'm, I'm just getting over it and it gets worse as the night goes on. Yep. So, oh, yeah. She, no. Uh, so luckily we aren't recording at like midnight cause then that's when my voice really goes. Yeah. I think just in my talking just now from the start of this, I can tell I'm getting a little rasp.
0: Oh, so, uh, Nathan Ha from right. Nerd yeah. Noise Podcast, he, he gave us some good feedback. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. Let's see. He's a lot of very, he's a very well well-read and a well-spoken individual Mm -hmm. but yeah megan and i listened to it this morning you guys had a nice amount of levity in uh, levity to the balance of topics um very intimate and authentic to someone who doesn't experience that level of depression and anxiety i found it insightful i'll definitely be listening in the future hopefully you'll get some feedback from strangers who haven't already met you guys and get an untainted review (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm interested in how your content will change after you guys inevitably finish the introductory phase. I mm-hmm. think that's going to be the next big hurdle, though not as big as opening up about mental health um, in your podcast, but I'm not worried about you guys pulling it off. So thank you, Nathan. Yeah, Those thank you are, very much. Some really good uh, feedback. We got some others, but I'm having trouble finding it. <laughs> that's all um, right. That's all right different people have just kind of said like you know like hey it was cool to to hear and there was a couple there was one guy don't remember who it was but i'm sure he'll send me a text after he listens to this um saying like what the fuck dude but um that was one of my friends had sent me a text just saying like i didn't know yeah you know anything was going on and then um it was just kind of cool to like talk with him a little bit yeah and he he's a guy who doesn't really experience anything like that right but, yeah but he was you know just yeah. kind of we talked for it was like two text messages yeah. he's a, a friend of mine but I hardly ever see him so yeah uh, well, but I, anyway.
1: I, I feel like just uh, just in um, kind of explaining to, to some of the folks that I know and family members and stuff like that about what exactly it is that we're doing and, and what this podcast is about um, it's kind of opened up a dialogue. Yeah, with people. And I have found out that certain members of, of my family, I mean, while they may not, you know, okay. consider themselves being somebody that does suffer from a true anxiety disorder, or anything like that, we have sort of had a not a meeting of the minds, but basically, we, we found out that we do sort of suffer in, in similar situations. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, you know, um, like, uh. Like, like I, like I said on the last podcast, for me, when somebody compliments me in front of people, in front of somebody else, it really just messes with me. <laughs> and and I, I've spoken to a couple people, and and they really they're that same way. They just kind of shut down and they're like, oh, jeez. yeah, you know, um, What am I gonna do now? Yeah, no, I have to be that. Yeah, <clears throat> hold on, okay. Vape life. Good shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> what uh what, what 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 flavor vape do you
0: have there, sir? It's strawberry milk. Strawberry milk. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, try it. Try it. Here, just no, no. I'm I'm good. No, just try I'm, it. I'm good. Try it. i It's I'm delicious. Good. Or I'm smell good. it
1: at least. I'm good. If I uh, it does smell good. Yeah, it does smell good. It's delicious, man. I shall not succumb to the vape. You're missing out, man. I have enough. I have enough uh, other habits, so. We'll edit all this out. Okay. One more. I'm good. I don't know why, for some reason in my head, I just like, I want to leave that in, but find like a sound clip of Samuel L. Jackson from Pulp Fiction going, mmm, that is a tasty burger. I don't know why. I just... (laughs) All right. I'll look that up. I'll do it. (laughs) No, 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 no.
0: No, I will. Mm -hmm.
1: This is a tasty burger.
0: Um, actually, that's one thing I wanted to talk about. Um, I've talked with a friend of mine who, who she, her name is Deanna. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Deanna. Mm-hmm. I've known Deanna um, for
1: possibly longer than you. Oh, I've um, known Deanna for a so. long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first time I met Deanna was like 20 years ago. Damn. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. What the funny thing
0: is I, I knew, or she knew my family and like went to my uncle's church that he pastored, like, Oh wow. Like, okay. A long time ago, when she was like fifteen, okay, and so she knows my whole family, yeah. And then she started hanging out with Mariah, and then whenever I met her, all of a sudden she's like, you know, she we friended on Facebook, and then she saw who my family was, and she's Uh-oh. like, oh my god, I know all these people, nice. Um, she used to go to Friday night taco night all the time, oh, okay, and stuff, and so yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, anyway, so so one thing I wanted to talk about is um a way to a way that I deal with. Mm-hmm. My anxiety and depression, and it's not healthy at all. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> again, oh okay. Oh, f- first off, we're not doctors, we whatsoever.
1: Uh, yeah, no, furthest thing from it.
0: Yes, and um, so don't take any of this as clinical advice or anything of the such, mm-hmm. of the sort, whatever. But um, one of the th- one of the things that really helps me deal just with like the day to day stuff because I really have a lot of. Uh, i'm sure there's other people out there like that Uh, like like me where you just sort of hate yourself in general like i I really do hate myself i i i hate that i i hate to admit that i hate myself but i mean there's so many things about me where i'll just you know i'm I'm very self-deprecating right Um, right and it's it's not like anything i do on purpose it's just something my brain goes to Mm -hmm. um and it's terrible and um one of the best ways that i have learned to deal with it recently is uh with vices (laughs) (laughs) oh no yeah and um and and i was smoking i would buy like a pack a week or so and Mm -hmm. and i knew it was turning into a habit and i was like okay i can't do this and it was it was i know smoking is bad for you right but um it was really bad for me because of my allergies right and so like i would you know smoke a couple cigarettes at night and then in the morning i'd wake up and i couldn't talk or you know or i'd lose my voice and stuff so then I started vaping and, and um, it's been really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I use a real low amount of nicotine, but it's enough to where I can kind of get a little bit of a head change. And what it does for me is it just, when it helps me relax, mm-hmm. then I don't, I don't really get so in my head, right. you know, and it's not like, I mean, I'm not smoking weed and mm-hmm. I know that probably would help me, um, Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. But at the the same time, the last time I smoked, the last couple of times I had smoked weed, I like hated myself because it it kind of fed into my depression more because I couldn't communicate the funny things I was thinking, right? And I was just then I would like, I okay, um, story time. I was hanging out with some friends and we had smoked weed and I was drinking too, but I just got to this point where I was just sitting in the chair. And I like to riff a lot, right? So like, whenever somebody says something, I like to just throw in something that makes it funny. But the whole the whole time we were sitting there, I kept trying to say things, and like the the words would get from my brain to my lips, but then they would stop there, right? And then I would just start in my head. I was just like, "You're such a fucking idiot! Oh my god, you're so stupid!" And then I was I started like nobody nobody was even paying attention because everyone was smoking. And like, um and drinking and everyone was all cross-faded and stuff and I just started crying and I was just sitting there in the chair, like around the table, yeah. and I was crying and yeah. like nobody even noticed, which made me feel even worse because I was just like, I'm so alone and I'm crying and <laughs> <you know>? Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. So um I I stay away from from weed. But um yeah, like nicotine is has been oh my god, like just for my own mental health, it's been amazing because Yeah. Hmm. yeah I mean it's it's really weird yeah. to say, I guess. But um last time I was on antidepressants, I it made me honestly hate myself more because I I didn't feel human. Right. I didn't have any sort of human reactions to anything. Yeah. So then I hated myself more because I'm just like you're supposed to feel this way and you don't. Um, and I know that's probably because of the type of antidepressant I was on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. We,
1: we talked about that on the last Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's so funny that, you know, one of my best pieces of advice right now in the place I'm in, I mean, of course, everyone's always growing and changing and everything. Mm-hmm. But right now, nicotine is like number one in my, <laughs> <laughs> in my arsenal against depression.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess, um, let me find this thing that this friend of mine sent to me that actually is from a health professional. And there again, like I've said before, like we've said before, everybody kind of deals with things different ways and some things work for some people and some don't. And, you know, so, I mean, this is just some, some advice and that it's not, obviously it's not going to work for everybody, but I mean, these, these are some things from a health professional that are ways to, this is more to deal with the heading on it is actually, um lifestyle ways to improve stability in bipolar illness plus treat and hopefully pre- and treat and prevent depression now as there far as, as far as treating you know um one one thing uh, this first one on here is regular sleep Ooh. and me that that is that is a big deal for me um i find that if i don't get um, a certain number of hours of sleep or at least a steady amount of sleep each night as I need to get on some sort of sleep cycle. If I don't, I find that my anxiety is just through the roof, which is one of the reasons that, um, if I, if I'm going through a period where I'm having major anxiety, I will actually take half an Ambien Mm -hmm. before I go to bed. And that's just enough to calm my mind and actually get me to go out. But, um, one of the things too, which I mean, obviously, like I said, a lot of these, if, if you're really in like a, a, Major bout of anxiety, depression, or stuff like that. These are going to be very difficult to do. Yeah. But when you are at that sort of leveled off thing, this these are ways to sort of prevent possibly having a bottoming out or 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 getting manic or you know or overly manic or anything like that. Another another one under sleep is um. So it says need to keep to the same seven to eight hours time every night. You might require more. You might require less than that. No daytime naps or keep them to forty minutes max once daily. Similar. Try and keep them around the similar time. Um, no sleep-ins. Best way to set your own clock is to start the day at the same time. Uh, the bed should be dark, so ideally 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. ish. Avoid devices, TV, or other light sources. Uh, that's under the sleep. Um, something that you, I mean, you know, for those of us that have trouble leaving our homes, this might be another <laughs> one: is uh, uh, too bright light, especially sunlight. Works best in the morning. Works well to combine with exercise. Um, have your indoor environment as bright as possible, except at night. Uh, don't wear sunglasses when outside, at least for some of it, the, the light thing, the sunlight thing is something that, um, I, I, I work outside all day. So I don't know if it's, if it has helped with my depression or not. I know that, um, that, uh, there are studies that have shown that it helps. I have, I have MS and there are studies that have shown that, uh, the vitamin D that your body produces when you're in the sun can actually help to fight off relapses when Hmm. you have MS. So, um, I know that the sunlight helps me. Yeah. When I
0: when I like wake up in the morning and it, the sun is just coming up and then I do something. Yeah. And you know as the sun's coming up I it does I always just thought it was some sort of a psychological thing but um it really does help me. Yeah. So that's cool. That's that's good. Any any other uh... um
1: yeah, the the next thing is under nutrition. Um regular meals at regular times, healthy snacks between meals, minimal alcohol. <laughs> uh, healthy food in parentheses whole grains, lean protein, fish, nuts. Fish nuts? No, fish comma fish nuts. nuts. Fish you nuts. Gotta eat all those yeah. fish nuts. Fish comma nuts, ideally. Um, much better to get nutrients from food than supplements. Um, mm-hmm. That is that's another thing that I I have found was when I was I was doing this thing where I was basically I was eating like five small things a day mm-hmm. basically and just like I would eat every two hours. I did have a much better sense of of uh, well-being i guess during that time because you feel like you're actually doing something for yourself rather than being self-destructive yeah a lot a lot of these i feel like that there might be a bit of a placebo <laughs> effect on some of these i mean obviously these are all things that you can do just to be healthier in general um but sometimes i do wonder if some of these are a placebo effect where it's you're doing this to make yourself feel better and because you're not being self-destructive that makes you feel better
0: yeah well you know that, that makes sense, though. Um, I know, for me, if I don't, like, when I get really, really depressed, mm-hmm. I don't eat. Right. And most of the time, when I eat it, it is healthy stuff. Right. So, um, but when I do eat, I do get, like, this huge boost of energy... And I, really, I do feel, like, way better about myself. Yeah. And, I, and it could just be that I'm, like, I've got, like, low blood sugar or whatever. It, it and, might be. I mean, and, um, and I mean that might be, you know, exactly why they're saying doing something like that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, the next thing, which is, there again, is difficult for somebody who may have depression or anxiety, but socializing. <sighs> yeah, I know. I I, I, I saw this when I went, oh, that no. That makes
0: total sense, though, because... Um, on Wednesdays, we have Dungeons and Dragons at my house, and right. um, pretty much every single Wednesday, I feel like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this, but I don't tell them not to come, mm-hmm. and whenever they come, I start talking, and I almost immediately feel better.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, so this one is, uh let's see, A, social interaction is well known to lift mood. Uh, B regular social interaction each morning is helpful, which I mean that makes sense because you're sort of setting the mood for the day. Mm-hmm. You're sort of getting into that mindset of having social interaction. I like I'm like like what you know like what you're talking about where you you dread it and you dread it, but once you do it, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, I think on the last the last podcast, I have a tendency where with my anxiety, I have to be in the right mindset in order to be in certain social situations, and I find that once I get in that mindset, I'm okay. Usually, <laughs> you, usually, except yeah, at yeah. wedding receptions, apparently. But um, <laughs> anyway, no, but yeah, so the, the, the point is, is that, uh, you know, regular social interaction each morning is helpful. Um, C is endeavoring to resolve conflicts, have good communication and have interpersonal interactions as supportive, interactions as supportive is very helpful. That wording on that's kind of weird. Um, yeah. Also conflict, especially with angry or abusive language is a potent trigger for mood disturbance.
0: That makes a ton of sense right there. Yeah. yeah. Surrounding
1: yourself with positivity, trying to, you know, um, yeah. Number five, general structure and routine in life. To me, all of these things before this, it all comes down to just having some sort of routine. Um, A, empty days can drop mood. B, regular work and social activities give life a momentum, which helps to get through you, to help you get through um, uh, lower patches. Hmm. So, I mean, I could definitely see that. Um, Number six is exercise. Jason and I talked about that. I mean, we've been a bit sporadic on when we go, (laughs) um, but we we have been trying to go to the gym a little bit. Um, A, again, is best in the morning. B, better to be regular than extreme, Um, ideally 30-plus minutes every morning. Well, we got that one down. Yeah, and it says the point of much of this is to try to lock in your own circadian biological rhythms. That was a $4 word right Circadian. Yeah. Yeah. I'm willing to bet that Nathan Ha knows what that word means. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm betting I'm betting dictionary.com knows what that word uh, means. Exactly. <laughs> gonna...
1: But yeah, so yeah, the the whole thing is just like the biggest thing is just about trying to set a routine and I I would say that when they're talking about having like the 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 empty days, I would say that, you know, like what you were talking about with being alone a lot and things like that in at in the evenings and stuff that yeah. um I, I would say those things kind of go hand in hand because you're just kind of sitting there and you're exactly. not really doing anything. You're not interacting with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I would I would definitely. I, I would agree with that. I, I I deal with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the,
0: the other night, too, I was having a super hard day mm-hmm. and then I was alone at night. And um, one of my favorite things to do is edit uh, the podcasts. Right. And I sat down to edit. And I just was... It's so funny, because this hasn't really happened to me before, but I was just not in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. I sat down to edit, and then I was doing, like, a really crappy job at it. And I then it made things worse, oh, you know, okay. where I was yeah. just kind of like, Oh, God, how come I'm so bad at this right now? And And then I... You know, and, and then you, just, and then you I, dropped your spatula. Yeah, I did. I just kept dropping it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> why is that I my I thing? I don't know why. <laughs> you know what? You know what? If Sean, if Sean would not have made the joke, because honestly, when when he when he first said it, sounds like it sounds like Jason shops at Spatula City. I seriously went, what is he talking about? <sighs> what is he talking about? And I thought about it. And I thought about that. I, I it literally, it probably took me five to 10 minutes to figure out what he was talking about. And then I was like, oh, I get it. Okay.
0: God. Yeah. That made me laugh so hard. I was out outside doing yard work at the time. And I like got that um, tweet and I just lost it. I was just sitting <laughs> outside, just cracking up.
1: So, yeah. So I, uh, I would like to thank my friend, um, BJ for actually sending me that list of, uh, tips to deal with, um, uh, sort of manage, uh, bipolar disorder and depression. Um, she and I have been friends for a very long time and, um, we've had some, some very over the years, some very in-depth conversations about dealing with anxiety and depression and stuff like that. And for, for a long time, she was sort of my main sounding board for a lot of things. Um, so yeah, thank you to BJ for sending that.
0: Find that when I have really, 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 really shitty weeks like Mm -hmm. I've had, I I vape a whole lot more. Yeah. I should have like an emergency stash of higher nicotine (laughs) (laughs) juice around so I could just be like, Oh, I need this and then pop it in my
1: vape really quick. We're getting wind chimes. One more and I'm good. Welcome. To the Zen Garden of the Downer Cast with Brian and Jason. Listen to the sound of the wind chimes. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Good
0: thing I got your paper towels right here.
1: <laughs> I, I, love the, I love the fact that I'm trying to set this like Zen calming mood yeah. and you just go, fuck! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Spilled my, inner, I unleashed the beast.
1: You did all over the console. Shit, no, no, luckily. not on the console, not on the console. No, I'm kidding, Amanda. I'm kidding. It's fine,
0: Amanda. Amanda doesn't listen to this. Oh yeah, she has no interest in anxiety and depression talk. Okay, she, she has she... no interest in anything other than X Files. Really, she thinks it's for pansies. She's part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Ouch. it's all over the chords. Damn it! God damn it! Damn it, Jason. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do, do, do that to Don't do it. Jason, this is a safe place. It's a nice, <laughs> calm, safe place. I'll, like, get a wet wipe and
1: yeah. wipe down the cords yeah. after we're done. Yeah. It's all good. Okay. So. So, yeah. So, coping mechanisms. We're so, talking about healthy coping things. Yes. We've talked about vices. Yes. Um, not healthy. No, no I, I I, have found in the past that myself, as far as unhealthy coping mechanisms, food and beer that's basically um, great. Yes. Yeah. Basically, what winds up happening is um, I, I've said this before. People have heard, like friends of mine have heard me say this before. That um, this is something that I've really tried to to sort of fight off recently. Is that I found that I am one of the few people that absolutely loves that overly full, gluttonous feeling. Yeah. I don't know what it is about I don't it. Either you're weird. You're I a I no. just exactly no. I like for me like. <laughs> And and it it happens a lot when I'm when I'm anxious. It really does. I mm-hmm. get I get a little bit anxious about a social situation, and I wind up I overeat and I drink all the heavy beer that I can, and yeah. I just I'm like mm, I'm fat and happy. Yeah, I eat
0: terrible things. Yeah, like baked goods, donuts. Yeah, like just all the horrible stuff, and I don't even chew it. I just yeah yeah. Oh, it's awful. It's disgusting. It's it's. Yeah, no, I have,
1: I have, I have people ask me all the time, like when I'm in that, when I'm in that mode, they're like, did you even taste that food? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't don't know that I did. I don't know that I did. But yeah, on, on the healthy, you know, sort of coping things. um, Yeah. I mean, I've, I've found, like I said before, that when I eat right and when I exercise and I'm just, I'm aware, I found I'm a bit more aware of myself in those times because I'm more focused on, on bettering myself. And so I find my triggers a little bit more easily.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard for me still be, because the the kind of the kind of depression like I don't experience so much of the anxiety unless I am around a ton of people like it's more right. social anxiety for me right. yeah but the depression shit that I go through like it's for me it's really hard to know that it's coming mm-hmm. until it's there yeah and then then I like have to figure out how to deal with it. Right. And there are certain, certain times where I don't know why I even got depressed in the first place. Right. And then, you know, I have to try to kind of like retrace my steps figuratively or, you know, think about what happened or or what could have, what could have happened to be why I'm depressed right now. And um, when I was in therapy, my um, therapist was telling me about how there are times when it doesn't have to be even anything completely related to anything that happened in your past. But mm-hmm. sometimes there will be some sort of a traumatic event that happened a long time ago. And it's kind of an annual thing where it's like whenever, you know, that time of year rolls around again, mm-hmm. just just the time of year, just the atmosphere will kind of influence your Right, your um emotions, yeah and stuff like that, and so a lot of times around the summertime I get pretty yeah pretty uh pretty down and it's it's awful, it's a horrible thing,
1: my mom and I have had conversations about that before actually um uh, her dad, died in a car accident when when she was pretty young Mm -hmm. and the first holiday that they had to spend without him was thanksgiving Ooh, and so for years all growing up you know thanksgiving was never like she never really got that happy you know around thanksgiving like she really wasn't all that into it like she would cook dinner for us and all that and everything but she you could tell she just she really wasn't that into it yeah um and then when my brother got locked up years ago it was on thanksgiving
0: (laughs) so just enforce reinforcing that Yeah.
1: yeah and um my when, when my daughter was born, she was born the day after Thanksgiving. Or the day before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. The day before? The day before. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving, yeah. sorry. And my mom was just so just elated and happy because she finally had some something sort good of happen, something good know. happen around Thanksgiving that that she that would come into her mind now. Yeah. You know? That's and, good.
0: That's that's yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: So which yeah, my, my my mom is another one who you know me- mental illness can often run in the family, and my mom is somebody that she deals with she deals with anxiety and depression like I do. She's more on the anxiety side, like I. Am. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah,
0: mine is more like okay. So so th- th- this episode we were kind of debating whether to have a, a guest on or not, right. and we kind of decided that that we didn't really get to to um, get to know each other enough in the first episode. So so we thought we would kind of spend this episode getting a little more in depth just about our pasts and about our history with Mm -hmm. depression and anxiety so i think now's a pretty good good time to to start off just talking about kind of like our experiences yeah you know a little bit more in detail maybe yeah um of course if you're not comfortable sharing something right don't (laughs) um that's always the case i never want to to push and i'm definitely not going to pry right about um you know anything in in general but um why don't you go? Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? It doesn't matter either yeah. way. Either way. Okay, I, g- I guess I'll go first. Okay. Um, my uh, my history with depression. I, I I got really depressed at a really early age, and it was because something really horrible happened, and I had no idea how to share it, um, or talk about it, and or anybody to talk about it. Really, what happened was. <clears throat> Um, every, every, a lot of this stuff happened around summer, which is why I get really depressed around summertime. (laughs) Apparently now that's actually just becoming clear to me right now. A lot of things have happened like right around like summertime. Yeah. But when I was about nine years old, me, my family, we, we live like right down the street from Selma High. Okay. So during the summer, me and my brother would always go to the Selma High School pool Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, my parents wouldn't go. And my brother was supposed to be watching me. He was he was about three, three and a half, four years older than me. Three and a half, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But he didn't, of course. I mean. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, my,
1: my brother and I are the exact same age difference. He's older than me by that. By yeah. Like three years and nine, like nine months. Yeah. Or seven months, or whatever it is. So, yeah. So. so,
0: yeah, I'm nine and my brother's, what, 12? 12, 12, 13-ish. 13-ish yeah. yeah. So, he's not going to watch me he's there to have fun with his own friends and stuff so we were at the high school pool and i started hanging out with a couple people and there was this one girl who was like 15 years old and she was a special ed girl and um it's it's hard to talk about this so (laughs) but i think it's important you know i think it's important to talk about it i think it's important you know maybe somebody can hear it and and, um, yeah. So anyway, there was this girl who, who, um, I went there probably about four or five times and she was there every time and she was with this group of people and they were all kind of nerds and, and they were really into Pokemon cards. Yeah. And, um, so I would like hang out with them and we talk about Pokemon and we talk about all this other stuff. And, um, I went to the bathroom one day and I, like I said, she's, she was a special ed girl and she didn't, I, I excuse it now. Um, I really think that she didn't really understand what she was doing, but I had to go to the bathroom and I went into the bathroom and she followed me in and basically forced me to have sex with her. And I was nine years old and I didn't know what was going on. I was really confused and I was scared. And, um, like, you know, she had me pinned down and everything. It was just like, it was terrible. It was rape. I mean, it was, it was definitely rape. And, I didn't know how to deal with it, right? I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, I was nine years old, yeah, and that led into a lot of other problems, like weird sexual things for me growing up. It was, it was, it was awful, and um, still, there are times when when I get really weirded
1: out. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. we sort of talked about this after the podcast. Yeah, was we over. yeah we we, we kind of have some we kind of have some off mic conversations yeah. when we're done with these podcasts. Yeah, so. and there, there was just some
0: things where it was like you know it, it it really impacted my life and still today mm-hmm. i mean it does you know there are times when i get really uncomfortable about certain things and there was actually one a movie um i was watching i don't remember what movie it was now but basically the same thing happened to this guy oh wow and i had to leave the room yeah and it was, it was a comedy movie and it was like supposed to be funny but oh. I was just like, "Oh, well, so that's not funny, anyway." Uh, well, like, I, the, the the I can see how the situation would have been funny. It wasn't like you know a rape. Like the guy actually enjoyed it, but he didn't want to do it, and oh, okay. I don't know. But any, anyway, regardless, like I had to leave because it was just bringing up all these horrible memories. And um, but yeah, um, so so th- it really impacted my life. And then she ended up moving away, um, not that long after. All that Mm -hmm. stuff happened, but she did it, she did it twice. Oh, okay. And, um, both times I was just like, I was terrified and I mean, I felt powerless and, and to this day, there's still so many times, especially like when I'm alone where like, I just feel like I feel trapped and I feel that same way I did when I was in that bathroom when I was nine. Yeah. And, um, it's just a terrible, horrible feeling. And then that's when I start feeling like, you know, whenever I was nine, that was when I started really. Um, thinking about suicide yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and nothing ever really happened until I was about 14 or 15. hmm Um, but yeah. And then that kind of, but in, in, that, that whole event just like impacted my relationships. Right. And, and everything. So like any girl I dated, I kind of stayed away from any sort of intimacy. Yeah. Or anything like no, that. That's, under, that's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's terrible. And I mean still today, you know, I mean it doesn't it doesn't affect my marriage at all. You know, and I, I mean I'm over all that crazy crap now. But there are still times when, you know, me and the wife are are alone, and, and it's funny, because usually it's the woman who does it, but I'm just like, I can't do this, yeah. I can't, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just like, and she understands, which is good, because I've been really open with her, and, and yeah. honest, and, and she's really the only one I've been able to tell about it, and, um, but yeah, then, there are just times when I just, I can't, uh, can't do anything, because, yeah. Yeah. It's just too real to me. Well, it, it,
1: you know, it, <laughs> it's, it ma- it makes sense. It really yeah, does. I and mean, it's,
0: yeah, it's awful. And so, I mean, experience, I've, I've been experiencing depression since nine and what I'm 28. Yeah. Almost. Well, I'm about 28 and a half. So, yeah, yeah. you know, what is that? 10 and a half years, 20,
1: almost 20 and a half years, years. years at oh, nine to 28. Shit, yeah. yeah. That's almost 20 years. Almost
0: 20 years. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Where I've been really depressed. And um, I mean, I hate I hate people. Like yeah. I like when I meet somebody for the first time, I will automatically hate them until <laughs> I don't hate them.
1: Well, I'm glad that I made it through. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that I made it through, Jason. Yeah, but I mean, seriously, it's yeah. just it's
0: just because because I, I I will just have that whole. I mean, I didn't know this girl at all, right? And then she just sort of yeah used me, and and so that's kind of my thing is I just kind of assume that everybody is just gonna try to use anybody they can to get what they want yeah and um, it's shaped my viewpoint. I mean I, I always think that everybody is just the most selfish person ever until they prove otherwise right and um, yeah I mean it's definitely hurt me in a lot of ways throughout life because because I've never given some I haven't given somebody a chance that I should have right and uh, yeah it's yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, And, um, I'm hoping somebody out there has, has experienced somebody out there who has experienced the same thing can identify with this and know that, know that, um, it's okay. You know, I mean, I mean, I didn't, uh, choose to be in that situation and I didn't, definitely didn't want to be. Yeah. And, um, I'm still alive. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're still here. You, you know, you're, you're. Still kicking, still yeah, going. And yeah, and I have two awesome kids now. And yeah. I really, what scares me to death
0: is that something like that's going to happen to them. Yeah. And I mean, I
1: mean, any, any, something like that complete, as, as we've talked about before, something like that completely changes your outlook on how people interact. Yeah. And how adults interact and how children interact. And there's just, there's all these things like you, you find yourself really second guessing. Really second-guessing people's motives a lot. Uh-huh. When really there, there probably is absolutely no reason to. Yeah. Yeah. But then you're just thinking, what are you trying to get from me? Right. What do you want from right? me? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you want from me? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how the song goes. I think. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. don't even know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then after that, um, I, at about, in, in about junior high, I started hanging out with some people that, that were like doing drugs and stuff. Yeah. And... They actually, it's so funny because it sounds like just the textbook, this is how I got into drugs and this side and yeah. stuff. And um, as much as, as much as um, I wouldn't say I have an addictive personality, I feel like I do have an addictive personality. Like it's something where I, I did, I did some drugs growing up mm-hmm. and I wanted to do them again because they made me feel good. Right. But I didn't need to do them. Right. You know? Um, yeah. It's. There are certain things like I mean I'm pretty sure I'm addicted to caffeine because if I go a day without drinking soda I'm you know I got that itch yeah <laughs> yeah. So, yeah but it's, I mean you know started off smoking weed with some kids and and um everything I ever uh, everything I ever did it was free somebody was giving it to me so that was kind of cool yeah. and then but the, the horrible thing that happened and a- again I'm bringing it down. This is the downer cast, after all. That's right. That's right. Um, I went to this party, and it was at a friend's house, and they lived kind of out in the country. And this guy gave me these uh, this this joint that it was basically a roofie. Like oh, I was okay. I was out, and then yeah, he had his way with me too, and it was just like yeah, yes. Yeah. I just remember waking up the next day. I was in a bed, and it was one of those things where it's like he and I were hitting it off and we were having a good time. Oh, okay. And, and then he just thought, like, well, for one, I'm not gay. Yeah. But he just thought, oh, it's cool. And, and so, like, they had some, like, LSD in it or something, and I was, I was, like, really passed out. But I, I remember everything. But, but yeah, it was just, like, we had sex. And then, um, he left, like, went, took a shower or something and left. And then I just, like, woke up in the morning and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was basically another rape. God. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah. Um after that, let's see, I was growing up and I was a really angry kid for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um anybody that you talk to or anybody that like knew me in high school will say I'm completely different now. Yeah. Because I, I sort of had this moment where it was it was after high school. It was about a, about a year or two after high school where I just kind of decided that none of this, none of my like my past didn't matter anymore. Right. Yeah, and um and that I was gonna try to be the best me I could. Mm-hmm. I mean, as cheesy as that sounds, um and for a while there, for a, a good couple of years, I was I was I didn't I wasn't affected by depression. I was I was out of it. And I thought it was, I thought I was out of it for good.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> which um, <laughs> which sucks when you you know have that down downward spiral again. But yeah. um, for for a good long time there, I was you know things were going good and mm-hmm. and everything was going good. And then I um, I was in a band and you know, I'm a musician. I was in a band and we were actually on the radio and there was all this other stuff going on that was really good. And then I crashed. I was borrowing a truck from my dad's friend mm-hmm. and I crashed it. And that was my only mode of transportation. And And I crashed it bad. Like I fell, I fell asleep at the wheel. What happened was it was was at our studio. We were doing a bunch of work at the studio, and it was I had been up for like two nights in a row. Yeah, and so I was driving, and I was actually going. I was going to pick up a friend to bring back to our studio to work, and it was like two o'clock in the morning. And um, it was out in the country, and I was in this manual transmission little Toyota Tacoma, and I left it in second gear. And fell asleep and floored it. And you know, when you're in lower gears, it mm-hmm. picks up speed really fast. Right. So I got up to sixty miles per hour and went straight into a telephone pole. Holy cow. <laughs> and you... I
1: I broke the I we're, broke We're lucky you're
0: still with us. <laughs> yeah, Holy yeah, cow. Seriously. Well that's what um okay, so uh, I broke the Oh, I thought that was my baby for a second as <laughs> a dog. Um I broke the steer the uh the seat belt. The oh, seat okay. belt snapped and i hit the steering wheel and the steering wheel collapsed into the dash wow so like the steering wheel was right up against the the dashboard yeah and my chest was like all bruised up it was it was bizarre and anyway the emts came out because usually in that kind of an accident, the guy was telling me, he said, usually in this kind of an accident, there's a head over there and there's right. an arm over there. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit. And I think it was just, I was way too big for that truck. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's why I didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> because if I, if it was like a, if it was an adequate size for my right. uh, girth, yeah. I probably would have just flown right through the windshield. Yeah. Um. But then after that, it was like, I had a... Decent savings account because I was I was um, I was teaching drums, was living at home, not paying rent at all or anything like that. But then all of a sudden I owed this dude all kinds of money, right, and yeah. so I was just like, oh. And and then my life wasn't mine anymore. Yeah, and it was like I had about a year and a half, maybe two years of like I've taken life by the reins, and I'm so I feel so good because. You know, all this stuff, but then I became an adult. It's pretty much what happened. (laughs) Yeah, you, yeah, in that moment, (laughs) you became an adult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, it was just, and ever since then, really, I've been pretty, pretty depressed. And and of course, other things have happened. There's other awful things that have been, that have happened through my life, but I think I've spent enough time on me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brian, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, um, it, it's it's funny it's it's kind of hard to pinpoint an exact like situ exact moment in my life like when I was younger where maybe the switch flipped mm-hmm. um i I was sick a lot as a kid um I had my first uh, seizure when I was three years old and um, oh that's yeah I, I had oh. my first seizure when I was three years old I had seizures and I had asthma when I was younger and um I was I was, I was a pretty sensitive kid i i held a lot of frustration for a lot of different reasons. And so um, elementary school for me was a, a major time of just dealing with a lot. I got picked on a lot. I was one of the kids that was in the, it was in the honors classes and, but I was sick a lot and I'd have to miss school a lot and things like that. And I wasn't one of the cool kids. You know, so I, I I dealt with a lot growing up. My parents separated uh, when I was about I was a month shy. It was December first before I turned six. My birthday's on December thirtieth. I would oh, turn man. six on December thirtieth. Um, my parents separated, and I have an older sister that is uh, ten years and nine months older than me. And then I have I have a, a, a another sister that is my dad's from a previous marriage that I actually didn't meet until um, I was twelve and she was nineteen. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, 18 or 19. Um, and then I have an older brother who I said before, he's about three and a half years older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my brother dealt with a lot of depression for some of the similar reasons. He didn't have the health issues that I had, but he did get picked on a lot at school um, because we were, we were both kind of, kind of sensitive kids. You know, we, we kind of wore our hearts on our sleeves and we were a little bit socially awkward and we were smart kids. And when kids you're, are awful, when you're somebody, when you're somebody that's, when you're somebody that is, is intelligent for your age group. I would, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to make myself out to be some smart person now, <laughs> but when when you're somebody that is intelligent for your age group and you're in elementary school and you're also somebody that has this sort of mindset of, well, can't we all just get along? Kids are going to eat you alive. Yeah. When you're in elementary school. Um, diplomacy doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I got, I got picked on a lot and as I got, As I got older, when I hit about like fourth, fifth, sixth grade, right in there, it really started to turn to anger a lot. And I I think that's part of the reason that I have the uh, social anxiety that I do now. The anxiety that I do now is because of just how I was treated by a lot of people when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think I, I get sort of stuck in that mindset of that, well, yeah, when, that everybody's like that.
0: When you learn that everybody is the enemy, it's yeah. just like you yeah. live like that. Yeah.
1: And so, you know, when I hit about fourth, fifth, sixth grade, I started, I, I, may, may, especially fifth and sixth grade, I started lashing out a bit more at the bullies. <laughs> good. Um, they um, deserved it. <laughs> like I said, I, I got really good grades. My My grades didn't really suffer during all that time. I still managed to keep good grades nice. and, and all that. I didn't. <laughs> Didn't do any of that, but um, no, I got I got in trouble when I was in fifth grade for slamming a kid's tooth into the water fountain. Ooh! Because he hit me in the in the crotch. Because we had this thing at school where, when somebody's at the water fountain and there's a line, you go one two three and they have to get off the water fountain. And I did, you know, I I, I did that to him probably about three or four times. I'm like, hey, one two three, one one two three. Oh man! Hey, one two three, and he just reached back and just the bottom of his fist right in my crotch, and I just grabbed his head and I. And nice. hit, and he hit his tooth on the water fountain. Luckily, it didn't knock it out. I think if it would have knocked it out, I probably would have been suspended and actually been in real trouble.
0: That would have been awesome, though. He
1: deserved it. But, but I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things. Like I look back and I'm like, man, and like I I really I really was. I had a lot of I had a lot of anger as a kid. And I had a and and it, it just sort of built and built. And then I hit, I hit probably about sixth or seventh grade. And like I said, my brother was like three and a half years older than me. And I got exposed to a lot. When I was younger, mm-hmm. as far as like drug use and alcohol and stuff like that, for my brother, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I think the first time I smoked pot was when I was twelve.
0: Oh man! <laughs> so hey, me too. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And um, you know, um, and then we moved out to Oklahoma when I was thirteen. Um, it was right after my seventh grade year. We moved out to Oklahoma, and I went through a couple years of pretty, pretty good depression after we moved to Oklahoma. Um, my dad was out here in California, and I was fifteen hundred miles away. But it was interesting because it was during that time where I actually got pretty close to my dad during mm-hmm. that time because I could talk to him on the phone and not have sort of the the outside influences of he and my older brother. They fought a lot when we lived with the, when we lived out here for the last couple of years that we lived out here before we moved to Oklahoma. And um, it was more of a private
0: conversation. Yeah, it was more than... of a
1: private conversation. I, I could talk to him and really get to know him and 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 um, you know I, I got some pretty good advice from him. That's you good. know, you know, when I was living out there and stuff and I found that um, I don't know, it, it, it's really hard to pinpoint, but um, really probably my, my last couple years of high school was the first time at any point when I was going to school where I actually felt like, like, man, like that was all right. Yeah. <laughs> like those were actually decent years. And I don't know if it was that if it was that I changed or if it was that the kids around me changed or, or what it was. But there was there was something in that time in which I was like, man, you know, what, I, I, I felt pretty good. And. You know, I I have had times, you know, like I I don't want to be the the type that is like longing for high school because I really don't. Like I Yeah. At at this point in my life, I am probably doing the happiest and the best that that I've been in a, in probably my whole life. <laughs> That's good. Um so That's a good spot to be. Yeah, in. no, it's good. It's good. Um that doesn't mean I don't struggle with things, but oh, I mean definitely. I do. But um but yeah, no, like, like I said, I have just I I think a lot of my issues stem from when I was younger and being picked on a lot, and having the health problems that I did. Mm -hmm. Just never quite feeling like I was good enough, you know? Like, I can remember when I was, uh, we we had some friends that went to this uh, Seventh-day Adventist church in Fresno when I was younger. And like I said, I had asthma, and I had seizures, and all this and everything. And I was the only, I was the only white kid that went to this little, like, summer day camp thing. And I, there were a lot of kids that were, that were mean to me because of that. Oh, man. And then on top of that, I was asthmatic. And part of the things that we would do is be running and playing and they'd have us run, like run laps, like little like sprint lap things and stuff like that. And I'd have trouble doing it. And I remember there was this one kid that was just on me all the time, just making fun of me that I needed, I needed my pump, as he called it, my, my inhaler after, you know, after a lot of times of doing those runs and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. So, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have a pretty big chip on my shoulder. Um, yeah,
0: that's understandable.
1: And the, the, the biggest thing for me, as I said before, is that my anxiety has a tendency to show itself in the form of anger, and that's been the biggest thing that I've had to work on and that I, I, I have worked on in, in years is not allowing that, that anger to get to a point where things get out of control or, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, that yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like, like I said, I don't have a lot of things that I can, like, you know, exactly direct really pinpoint, to point. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, just a general feeling and sort of, you know, just surrounding me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and, and as, as I said before, my, my lowest point was probably, it was actually, it was, it was 2010. I found out thanks to Facebook memories <laughs> um, <laughs> was when that wedding reception was. So you figure I was I got sick in two thousand eight, my brother got locked up November of two thousand nine and then that wedding was April of two thousand ten. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know, it's it's kinda of hard to say. So when my when my when my brother got locked up, that was probably one of the one of the worst things in all the in all the sickness and everything that I've dealt with in my life. When my brother got locked up, that was probably one of the hardest things that I ever had to deal with. Yeah. Um and without going into too much detail, um my, my brother did something where he is a registered sex offender. Mm-hmm. And I was there on the the morning
0: where they picked him up
1: um where he was supposedly caught oh oh man and and i i woke up to i woke up to the sounds of my brother's girlfriend screaming and as you said um when something like when something like like what happens to you uh, what what happened to you and and in that situation with my brother and 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 dealing with with sort of the thoughts of of what my brother was apparently capable of i have found that it really does change how you interact Mm-hmm. with the the kids in your life and with just the people in your life in general. Yeah. Um I for the for a long time um I was very very closed off with any sort of kids or anything like that because I was afraid that um because of this thing that my brother went went to prison for that people would assume that I had those same motives. Yeah. And it took a it's it took a really long time for me to even be able to interact with mm-hmm. with kids, I mean, I don't have any. I don't have. I don't even, I've, I've never even that thought has never even crossed my mind in my entire life. Yeah, exactly. But yet, but yet because of because of how I saw it when I was younger, the way that people treated me because of who my brother was, because my, my brother got in trouble a lot when we were kids, mm-hmm. and I would find that people and like certain people would treat me differently when they found out who my older brother was. So that's I, I that that's always been something that 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 I've dealt with, and and now I've just gotten to a point now where my my brother's out he's he's doing well he's sober that that that's a big thing he mm-hmm. he had a major major alcohol problem before he got locked up
0: yeah one one thing that you know talking about that that um i've i had trouble accepting is that there is redemption yeah and i somebody in my family was a uh, is a sex offender yeah yeah and i still i can't forgive him Right, you know, like, right. like, the, like, yeah. I, I wanted him to rot in jail, right? But seeing, I I see him kind of well, not frequently, but I see him, you know, like, yeah, maybe once a month, maybe once every three months or something. And I'm actually, I actually find myself happy to see him, yeah. And he's doing great, and um, it's crazy. Like, I still, I don't think I'll ever forgive him, right? And mostly, right. mostly, I think it's because I I am a victim, right? So yeah, so. I guess until I can let go of my own thing, then I can forgive somebody else, you know. Yeah. But um, it's it's crazy to see how how there actually is a change. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are some people I know. My um, I have a cousin who it has nothing to do with like weird sexual shit or anything like that. But he just has a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called, but it's basically like he has you know that whole uh, that whole like inner you know that whole like sense of right or wrong like oh should i do this right should i not do this he doesn't have that yeah and so he got in huge trouble a lot of times because he just didn't think right and then did something really stupid one time he burnt down a bathroom at his school oh wow yeah because he didn't really he just thought it would be fun to light some firecrackers in the trash can right but yeah didn't didn't even think about it and he's done way stupider stuff than that too but like he's actually growing up, and and he still doesn't he doesn't have that switch or that 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 like little reasoning. that sort of that, that sort
1: of mental moral compass. If exactly, you will, or he something. has yeah. he has nothing like that, and right. it's
0: it's bizarre. But I mean, he every single mistake that he made or every single thing that he's learned, he had to make a mistake to learn it, and right. so it's it's right. it's crazy. He didn't have that whole you know see something somebody else does and they ate shit for it. He would still do it anyway, right? Just because he didn't know any better, right? And so, part of me thinks that it's something like that because this other guy that I know who mm. who went to jail for child molestation, right? Now that he's out, there there hasn't been any problems with it or anything like right. that, and and um, it's just amazing to see his, his his turnaround, right? You know, and and see that he's doing super good, and I think I really do think there is redemption for people out there it's yeah. not like you yeah.
1: know well and that's that's and the thing is that that's a very unpopular opinion and viewpoint to have i yeah. have found and, and <laughs> no and, and because um well i don't want to have that viewpoint honestly right i really don't want to but yeah. I, I i think it's the way it is yeah no and i mean like like I said my, my brother is is doing is doing well i mean like you said he he's 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 sober you know uh-huh. that's 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 a big thing he had he had a major major alcohol problem and you know he's just sort of living his day to day and doing what he needs to do. And he's going to school, trying to get his degree, you know, stuff like this. And yeah, um, he's, he's got a hard road ahead, but he's, he's sort of keeping his head down and just going, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, I I don't know. I'm, I'm somebody that I am, I'm almost forgiving to a fault Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten me hurt a lot. And that's probably one of the reasons I got picked on as much as I did (laughs) when I was younger. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, yeah. Don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm think, at a loss. I, I guess. think
0: that's a good. I think that's a good stopping part we're, we're we're at an hour and twenty minutes now, so yeah, we be cut down. I think it's and good that yeah. yeah, we'll be at. A, I think we got a solid hour out of this at least. Yeah. well, I yeah, I, all right, guys. I think this is a good t- good time to stop. Yeah, uh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, you guys got something out of this. I know I feel good getting some things off my chest mm-hmm. and everything, and um, yeah. <laughs> This, this got heavy but i'm okay with it it's yeah good. <laughs> yeah me, me
1: too um uh the plan is that uh the next episode we will be having a guest um yeah. we're not 100 who the guest will be but the next the next episode we, we will be having a guest and yeah we will let you guys uh know on the social medias as we get closer yeah definitely and if you want to be a guest on our show
0: email us at uh <laughs> let me check i don't I was gonna say email. Y- you
1: know way better than i do i yeah. have no clue I'm, I'm still new with this. Uh, was it Downcasters? Was no, that, it's,
0: I think it's... Or was that Twitter? Oh, it's... Okay, so our email is downercast at gmail.com. Okay. Um, or you can tweet us at Downercasters, or um, actually, on Facebook, just search Downercast. Mm-hmm. Um, we only have 20 followers on Facebook right now, and it won't let me change our Facebook URL until we have 25, so tell your friends... To follow us on Facebook, that's right. Um, go to our Facebook page. Uh, share it on your on your social medias. You'll and, see our um, lovely, happy,
1: blue sky. Yeah, that's right. Go check picture. out the go check out the logo. I'm proud of it. Yeah, yeah. We we, we spent a little time on that. So, um. <laughs> but yeah. Um,
0: my biggest thing is the my philosophy on life is just that. Um, life is shit. Life sucks. <laughs> life really sucks, and the thing that makes living. And I'm not saying that makes life beautiful, but living beautiful is how you deal with it and who you keep around you. Yep. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing. And, um, you know, make healthy choices. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe don't start smoking nicotine or, or drinking, um, monster energy drinks or large amounts of alcohol Large amounts of alcohol. (laughs) Um, um, (laughs) I just, yeah, I mean, uh, keep, keep people that are good for you around you right that's really that's really all that counts because that's really the only control over your environment you have yep because because shit can come out of left field and knock you off your feet and stuff but if you have people you trust around you they will support you
1: that's right and that's all that counts yep and so until next time we we love you guys yes and um keep powering through everybody those of yeah. you that those of you that are like us and that just keep on trucking that's right keep on keeping on just keep on l-i-v-i-n living man you know it's just that's like the worst matthew McConaughey that ever was... <laughs> oh my god until you know until you know it's uh like I, like it's funny like as i'm signing off and i'm like we love you guys like all i can think of is mr rogers um you know he was just uh the dude was awesome yeah like 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 there was there was there was no way that you could watch his show as a kid and not feel the love mm-hmm. that came off of that individual. He just cares um, about kids. Yeah, he just he yeah general. he did. He just cared about kids. That's so. awesome. Random. I just threw that out. That's I'm sorry. good though. No, but, but and no, You know, um, what, okay.
0: You know what's funny is now that I have kids because I was sort of like you, right? Where where I really be, mostly I think it was because when I was young I got hurt so much I didn't want to even be around kids, right? um but now that i have my own i see other kids even and i'm just like you know if they need a hug i'll give them a hug yeah and and all this stuff it's so hilarious how how you can have such a huge change Mm -hmm. you know kids change your
1: life they really do
0: if you need a change in your life go have kids listeners no no that's not
1: that's not that's not what we're advocating at all that's not no hey there are you somebody that's prone to anxiety and depression? Go have a kid. But yeah, so ho- hopefully um, hopefully, we will be recording the next episode sooner than we did between the first and yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, again, tell your friends. Yeah, t- tell your friends um, if there's somebody that you know that um, would be interested in this and, you know, might, I wouldn't say benefit from it. I don't know if it's beneficial I for think, anybody. I think it's, it's beneficial for us. Honestly,
0: it was beneficial for me yeah. um, being able to listen to your stuff. So. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, just, uh, I don't know. This is so, this this is the hard part, ending the show. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.